millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part, for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Albie, what did you think of my video address? On the Gen Royal controversy, controversy today. Did you see the address? Um, I saw that you posted it. I did not watch it. You didn't watch my address. <laughs> I did not watch your address. So basically... Um, you are such a pushover. What do you mean pushover? You're just a charming lady whose cleavage you like, who makes good food, can just charm you in like three seconds. That is all true, <laughs> but she's also a great hang. She's a great, she's, a, she's just a great hang. There were times, like I said this last night, that when we were out in Brighton for a few days, she, me, her, and Mita Perel, mm-hmm. and there was nobody at the bar where we were doing live, live remote from, and she was great. All the conversations about experiences and cool people, and t- t- like this is in Major League Baseball. And like I told you, the sideline reporters and oh, it was, it was good stuff, and it was just just fun. And she was at a few different bars, just doing remote broadcasts, and she just has a good attitude. She's not, she's there's no doubt, there's no doubt to me mm-hmm. that I like, I just like the attitude. Uh, I I don't like the, the policy, obviously, of torching everybody who is on Yelp and tracking them down. Although some part of me likes it, um, I know part of me but, likes it, right? But it's I mean, obviously, you can't do anybody. If she were an employee, or if I was an employee at a hotel and I was like doing that, I'd be absolutely fired immediately because you're in the hospitality, you know, F and B pivot. Mm-hmm. You, you just can't can't do that. But she's the owner of the place. She's poured her life into it. And she's passionate about not getting screwed. And I, she knows, she must know that there's fallout when she's torching people. Like, this dude is a freaking creep. This dude, Trevor, whatever, um, th- he's an absolute creep, man. A, 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 I mean, yeah, a, maybe. An adventure into his Instagram is something that you'll want to uh, wash off afterwards. <laughs> I am good. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Right? Like, 
my feeling just is, I've worked a lot of like retail and restaurant jobs and stuff. And my feeling just is not quite that the customer is always right necessarily, but that, I mean, kind of, yeah. Like, you know, the story about Nordstrom taking back tires, even though they don't sell tires <laughs> in return. Like, that's the legendary Nordstrom story of, like, oh, really? how absurdly over the top yeah. the customer is always right that mm -hmm. they are, right? And, I mean, that's sort of my philosophy. Sure. Is, like, you just let it go because it's not worth it as a business to do it. And I think in particular, if you have a business model like hers, the, and I mean, she's designed a business model so she can run the business the way that she want to, wants to run it, but it's not a business model that's conducive towards like bending over backwards for every single customer. Which apparently she's worked the numbers and this is where she finds the happy medium. I mean, it is what it is, right? Well, right like, yeah. But it's fine. But I mean, if anybody has a problem with her, they can just not go there again. That's true. It's fine. And, you know, I'm sure there are people who will never go there again. And when I, um, I would also want to say that there's also people try to get away with stuff. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt about that. Like, it would be All good for me. You know how I steal things from restaurants? Mm -hmm. It would be, what do you think would happen if she saw me stealing something from her, a plate from her restaurant? Um, she would publicly put you on blast. I would get a much needed ass kicking. <laughs> I don't know that it would be totally physically, but it could be possibly. But um, but don't fantasize about that too much. I'm not fantasizing about uh -huh. it. I, I'm not. I'm not fantasizing mm -hmm. about that whatsoever. I'm. I'm not. I, this is not an attractive woman gets to have everything because she's attractive. This is. I've been a fan of Jen for a long time, and I've seen her work. See how she goes go, goes about it. I've seen her with an intern at the Boston Herald, who she was absolutely lovely, lovely to. Um, she protects people, and I think part of the thing with protecting people is like many women who protect people can turn mm -hmm. into grizzly bears when they need to. Yeah, and, and so I think that's a lot of what she feels like she's doing. Um, um I also just think that. The North End is a big a place with a lot of big, loud Italian guys screaming at each other across the street, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. You know, it takes a certain time, kind to get in there and to start a business. And God knows the challenges and pressure she had to go through to get that thing up and running and get it all put together. And who knows what the... I mean, yeah, but that being said, there are other restaurants in the North End that don't have Yelp reviews like her Yelp reviews. Right. And I, I've been thinking about this today. That, that like, there are... Had... Some people have managed to make the North End restaurant thing work without having that exact social media reputation that Jen Royal has. Yeah. No, she is brash. She's doing her own thing, which nope. is fine. If it works for her and her business is successful, like, go for it. But, but, but I also think that it should be... That there should be... If somebody is... And they've they've crawled all over her Facebook for the restaurant w as well, um, you know, which can be damaging to a business. So I do think that there is, it is good for the world to know that there are social media and review site vigilantes who ain't having it. And I think that's important. You hear about them every few years. It's good to know that if you think that just because you mm -hmm. feel that the veal was not right that night, 
that you can try to d- destroy the reputation of a restaurant that's somebody else's baby that's that's um, employing a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good thing for you to know that you could get a shot across the bow. Yeah, I mean, and that's not going to happen like at the Capitol Grill or something, right? Like you can go online and review the Capitol Grill on yeah, Yelp without fear structure. of, yeah. you know, it's, and so I mean, it's the magic of small businesses in America is anything can kind of happen. In some ways we are still kind of like a cowboy country and the small business environment can sometimes be like that. Like, I mean, I, I've worked at a bunch of uh, businesses of various sizes, but lots of like small independently owned ones. And I, you know, the, the more it is just one person's baby, mm-hmm. the more you have those types of situations where they take stuff personally on behalf of the business. Yes, I have another angle for you on this. Mm-hmm. How about this? Jen is, she comes from media. Right. So she's been out there for uh, quite a while. Mm-hmm. And she's been a, a sports reporter, which for a a woman for a chick the social media incoming you get because most of these women are very cute you it, it, you I mean you've you've seen the stuff that you get you know it's mean stuff like you know men try to do this anyway this is Jen 6 years ago with Jim Browdy and Greater Boston talking about uh and this is when she came off of just started the restaurant i guess and it basically about her sports career and some of the incoming that she used to get. And I told them their second baseman was terrible, and he was. And, you know, they would tell me to get a boob job and get a nose job, and we hope that your dogs die, and we hope that you die. And, you know, the Orioles doctor had put me on some anti-anxiety medication, and then I was very open about that, and they said, I hope that you choke and die on your pills. So they just, they just, it's just relentless. Must get short. You know, very- it's just relentless. So remember, she's opening up a restaurant business off of the heels of this, having been somebody, a media personality, who's had to take incoming left and right. Yeah. So, like, the brand, Jen Royal, was a thing. It's Jen Royal's Table Boston. Mm-hmm. So maybe she felt that everybody already knows me. Why suppress this person and pretend now I'm a like a, a, a nun at a, what are nuns hang out? Uh, well, a monastery, a monastery, or whatever, or whatever. Yeah, and you know she'll just more be herself. Like Fred and Steve, I don't know if they still have it, but Fred and Steve, you know, your buddy Fred. Hmm. Um. What's Fred's last name? Smurlis. Yeah, Fred Smurlis and Steve Diossi. Those guys are personalities. I don't know if they're really. Does Fred Smurlis go yell at people on social media? When he was on there, I don't think he's that <laughs> good at social media. I'm not sure, but I know that he, I know that he did on. Uh, on the radio show while well, they still had the restaurant. Mm-hmm. So there are some people whose brands are out there and those brands just mix it up and get in a melee. And I mean, I still, to complain about the chicken piccata and then get scorched earth <laughs> is not something that I would necessarily expect. Um, and it has fallout, but that's that's what she does. And I don't, and I don't, first of all, I don't think she's a bad person whatsoever. It's kind and of like Dick th- Slash Resort, but for real. Yeah. <laughs> and, and there were restaurants in Boston that were f- like about that. The old, uh, what was it called? Not the, not the Union Oyster House, but the one next to it. There was one that the, the thing was that everybody was rude. But I 
get the feeling, just having been interpersonal with her around the office, I get the feeling that she's not like that in her restaurant. She's probably a lovely host and very uh, accommodating and hospitable and sweet, but she's a chick with a short fuse as well. Mm-hmm. And if you th- if she thinks you're trying to F her over or the business over or the staff over, then it's on. <laughs> she's a brawler. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've got no problem with it. I don't like this dude who did. I don't like him, this dude who did the the stuff. I do think that, uh, to be honest with you, I do think she showed restraint. I mean, he unearthed their private communications. I mean, restraint at which stage in the process? People don't generally expect to contest a credit card charge and then, like, get crap on social media. Well, right. Um, but once it was on, where they were kind of going back and forth mm-hmm. on social media, I know Italian dudes, including a couple who own restaurants in the North End, mm-hmm. who would have gotten a little more personal with this fellow, which, and then that would be curtains for them, I think. Or maybe not, depending on depending on the clientele. Um um, but I think that in the way – this guy is – he's a silly fellow in, 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 in ways. I'm not – I'm not no hate or anything. I don't Where's know. It, what's all this bigotry coming out it's over not. there? I'm just saying that you know how – like when I was when I was defending Jen today, mm-hmm. you know, the people came out and said, you just want free meals, you fat, whatever, and, you know, mm-hmm. shock the fat guy wants her or, you know, whatever – that's an obvious thing about me is that I'm fat, so you go for that first, you know? Yeah. Which I certainly understand and respect. You feel he has obvious things about him that one could go I don't know for? what those are, but I would say yes. Okay. Although I don't know what those are. Okay, so I'm on Team Jen. I think you're on Team Jen, too. I'm kind of neutral. I. It's not the way I would run a business. If it works for her, like, great, but I, it's unusual. I will say that. It is unusual. <laughs> no doubt about that. But at some point, I would love to check it out. I would love to check it out. Um, her um, her business. And, and we'll see. We'll see, Albie. Maybe someday we will. Maybe someday we do. We do, we used to uh, go to the North End um, mm-hmm. occasionally. That was so fun. Living in the big city or near the big city. Mm. Okay, Alice. Should we go from here? I guess we should hit on the Dagny... Benedict. You mean next Benedict? I don't. I never know. Next, I never um, know. Um, I would urge you to use their correct name and pronouns the way their parents have now suddenly learned to do several weeks after she died. I mean, they died. So this is from uh, Fox sixty one today. That just it was just ridiculous. So obviously, Dagny Benedict is it was a fifteen year old. She's dead 16 now. Sixteen year old. Sixteen year old. Um, and the only thing we know is that this narrative was put forth that she was beat up and died of her injuries because she was a trans person. Right. And that started to fall apart, that story. But it's too good a story for all, uh, all stakeholders, as a matter of right. fact, to let go of. So they kept with it. And here's Fox 61 in Connecticut. The copy in this, so many people should be fired. It's remarkable. Gathering inside the state capitol, the LGBTQ plus community and state leaders held a vigil to honor a 16-year-old non-binary student from Oklahoma. What's the first 
thing that should be st- struck from the copy. Non-binary student? Correct. Non-binary student does not exist. There's no such thing as a non-binary student. We're just taking this fantasy thing that we've decided, you know, and, and you know... Face value. Right. Like, if I claim to be a psychic, would they say a 51-year-old psychic was beat up in a bathroom? No, they wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't. It would be who believes himself to be a psychic or whatever. But I wouldn't get that. Binary student from Oklahoma. They died a day after being attacked in a school restroom. They died. They. They died. She is not a they, but that's fine. A day after being attacked in a restroom. She did lots of things a day before dying. And she did lots of things. She died a day after drinking a glass of milk. She died a day after the landscaper drove past her house. She died a day mm-hmm. after the Real Housewives of New York um, had their season finale. None of those things, including the attack, had anything to do with her death. Oh, right. And you and I watched, I watched the entire 20-minute video today of the We're gonna play that in a police second. Uh, body cam footage talking yeah. to her in the hospital. We're going to play that in a second. Hold on. Don't come okay. on it yet. Tonight's event was about showing solidarity for non-binary and trans youth all across America. God, the media is gross. The media is so gross. Fox 61's Jake Garcia with this story. Their name was Next Benedict. They were a 16-year-old, non-binary, transgender, two-spirit young person from Oklahoma, and they were let down by their village. Where to start with that? First of all, anybody who uses the phrase two spirit with a straight face is like not a serious person. That's, uh, yes. Two spirit is not a real thing. Well, right. None <laughs> of that is a real thing. It's a matter of fact. More than 100 people filled the state. Although she they said were let down by their village. And she is right. She was let down by her village. All of them affirmed this insanity while not giving her the help she actually needed. Right. Capital Rotunda to honor the life of next Benedict, who died a day after being... And the media takes his tone. We're all in mourning here. It died a day after getting in a fight, which she instigated in a restroom. Beaten in a school restroom by three other students in Oklahoma. We are not only just honoring next, but making sure that we honor all those who haven't been heard. Or their names haven't been spoken. Their death comes months after the... Their death. <laughs> if he had any pride, he would quit right there. I'm not saying their death. <laughs> uh, Ned Lamont makes a visit. TQ Plus community belongs in Connecticut. We're not going to be that bad village. We're going to be Connecticut. We're going to stand for each and every one of you. We love you for who you are. Wednesday's vigil also gave trans and non-binary young... We're going to stand for each and every one of you. We love you for who you are. Don't love them for who they are, if they're sick. Well, right. Love and them like, for who they could be. Well, and loving somebody for who they are, by the way, doesn't include uh, demanding that they get like huge surgeries to completely change the look of their body and go on hormones to change the way their body works and everything else. Right. Oh, to be yourself, you have to change your name and chop up your body. Like, no, that's not what that is from Connecticut a platform to express their feelings. Trans kids deserve to grow up, to grow old, and live long, happy lives free from fear. Why is it that almost every trans youth I talk to tells me how they never thought they would live to be 18 years old? I know I didn't. 
Well, that means you were in serious trouble. That's right. what that means. It means that all the trans people have huge mental problems because only crazy people don't expect to live until 18 years old. Whether it's because they're suicidal or on drugs and, or like pursuing other reckless behaviors or, you know, mentally ill in other ways. There's all kinds of ways you can be messed up. The fact that there's so much overlap between the trans community and the mentally ill community at a time when, by the way, people are more accepting of trans people than ever before mm -hmm. in the history of humankind tells you that it's not really about the trans acceptance. No, no, not at all. So this is the cop body cam footage audio. Um, he visited the, the day at the day when she was beaten in the bathroom. Um, later that day, her mother took her to the hospital. The hospital, and then they called the cops to talk to him. Now you'll notice immediately that she and this cop are very familiar with each other. Hey, stranger. Hey, oh, Mr. Thompson. I'm Thompson. We spoke Hi. on the phone the other day. Yes. <laughs> By the way. Hi, Mom. She doesn't really know him very well because he's been talking to the grandmother who Dagny really lives with. Right. The uh, news articles about this said she primarily lives with her grandmother. So already we're like several red flags into the family situation because nothing says stable home life like on a close first name basis with the school resource officer. Right. So, I'm glad you're here. Yeah. So what happened today? I got jumped. Tell me about it. What happened? Uh, they've been antagonizing. Uh, you know the people that I got caught with? Uh, you mean from the other day? The, yeah. The vaping situations? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, they were in the studio. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we were going to stack chairs and we after we stacked chairs, we mm -hmm. went to the bathroom. Okay. And I was talking with my friends. They were talking with their friends. And we were laughing. And they had said something like, why do they laugh like that? And, and mm -hmm. they were talking about us in front of us. Mm -hmm. And so I went up there and I poured water on them. Okay. And then all three of them came at me. Uh, you know, uh, pouring the water, because I'm, I'm trying to get this in my mind so I see it. You know, as best I had I a water bottle. Thank you. That's what I was asking. Where did you, where did you get this water? Was it a cup you found? Was it your water mm, bottle? It's my... Uh, your daily water yeah. bottle you'd carry around? Okay. I think it was a plastic water bottle. Okay, fair enough. Okay, so you squirted them with water, threw water on, whatever it was. Okay. Um, then at that point, what happened? Uh, they came at me. They grabbed out of my hair. I grabbed onto them. Uh, I threw one of them into a paper towel dispenser, and then they got my legs out from under me and got me on the ground, started beating the shit out of me. Okay. okay. And then my friends tried to jump in and help, but I'm, I'm not sure I blacked out. Sounds like a fight. Yeah. A fight that was started by Dagny. Right. Which is not at all. The, but the funny thing is, is that these people are still having these vigils, etc. As if the original narrative still holds. And it doesn't. Oh, yeah. No, that's what's incredible is it's like, how can you have now... The body cam footage has been out for like a week or something. It's been out for a while. We just, you know, didn't get to playing it because it, it's not like a thing, but it... You would think you would be embarrassed to be holding the vigil like uh, next Benedict, who everybody in this video, by the way, calls Dagny or Miss Dagny, including her mom. It, you would right. be crazy to keep holding vigils as though next Benedict was murdered for being trans. Right. 
They still haven't explained, by the way, what actually happened to Dagny Benedict because, you know, the narrative's too good. But they've said that, you know, she didn't die from anything that happened to her in that bathroom. So, and now I've already seen some people in Twitter comments, like, backtracking a little bit, like, as people question this narrative, saying things like, oh, but, you know, is it really that different if she killed herself because she just couldn't live with the bullying anymore? You know, things like that. So, they're already trying to, like, put it, like, oh, well, it's still a transphobia death, even if she killed herself, which maybe what happened here like we don't know because they're not really releasing it or saying anything why not you would think i mean i i don't know just well i know why not do you know why not because she's a minor and her parents don't want it released because why because they're getting rich (laughs) uh can you read the snippets from the gofundme that i posted i sent to you earlier today yeah hang on um here is the gofundme from earlier today um... so first mom posted well or i guess mom's friend on mom's behalf posted right on february 8th which is like when she died a few yes. weeks ago it is with great sadness and a heavy heart that we have to share the unexpected passing of Dagny Benedict on February 8th, 2024. Dagny was a daughter. Mm-hmm. A lot of gendering happening here, by the way. Dagny was a daughter, sister, cousin, and aunt. She was a 16-year-old 10th grader from Owasso, Oklahoma. With all the emotional pain and stress, de- stress death brings, it also brings unexpected financial burdens. We would like to raise money to help take care of any funeral expenses. It is in times of sadness and loss when people can come together to help one another make it through. Any support you may be able to provide would greatly be greatly appreciated. Please keep Dagny's family in your thoughts and prayers. Thank you in advance for your loving kindness. Wow. So then, once it became clear that this was a transphobic murder, what did mom then post in the GoFundMe a few weeks later? We at this time are thankful for the ongoing support and did not expect the love from everyone. We are sorry for not using their name correctly, and as parents, we were still learning the correct forms. Please do not judge us as next was judged. (laughs) Please do not bully us for our ignorance on the subject. Next gave us that respect, and we are sorry in our grief that we overlooked them. I lost my child. You mean had them live at their grandmother's house and... Didn't have anything to do... Okay, yes, go ahead. I lost my child. The headstone will have correct name of their choice. The rest of monies will go to other children dealing with the right uh, with the right to be who they feel they are in next Benedict's name. God bless. Where will the rest of that money be going else? Into Mom Benedict's pockets. What is the rest of the money? How much money have they raised so far, honey? 157 grand. Okay, yeah. So that's why um, mom discovered that the activists were very interested in her daughter's death. And so that's why she will now be burying her child that she named and took care of, presumably at least a part of her life, uh, under a different assumed made-up name because a bunch of activists told her that they would give her money if she did so, basically. So that's... Your latest insane bleak story for the day. 
All right, Alice. Dateline, Killingsley, Connecticut. Okay. Oops, sorry. Back in the spotlight again tonight, the school board of Killingly voted to take another look at their school mascot, the Redmen. You might remember that moniker was dropped years ago and then reinstated. NBC Connecticut's Matt Austin joining us live now in Killingly with what else came out of tonight's discussion. Matt. Yeah, so Mike and Keisha, this was such a divisive issue when it first emerged. And after seeming to fade away over the last few years, it appears back up for debate. By a vote of six yes to three no. Tonight the that voice you just heard, what does that sound like? Uh, it sounds like a progressive who's about to get rid of the Killingly Redmen. I think they called it Killingsley all day today. Killingly School Board voting to form a committee to look into the Redmond mascot at the high school. This potentially revives a heated debate that started years ago. We have a lot to be proud of in this town. We're doing a lot of things really well. And I think we really need to build on that and maybe consider leaving a few things behind that may have made sense in the past, but maybe we can do better going no, forward. No, yeah. So here's the thing that it doesn't matter. Red men is not something that is made up to for uh, for the colonists, the whites, to go and uh, slur around around the Indians. It's not how this happened. And this whole idea, this uh, this apocryphal idea that this the red skins and red men and red was a it was a um, red raiders, right? Was ridiculous. This is a Slate article from a few years ago, ten years ago, as a matter of fact. In 2005, the Indian language scholar Eve Goddard of the Smithsonian Institution published a remarkable and consequential study of Redskins' early history. His findings shifted the dates for the world's first appearance in print by more than a century and shed an awkward light on the contemporary debate. Goddard found, in summary, that, quote, the actual origin of the word is entirely benign. Redskin, he learned had not emerged first in English or any European language. The English term, in fact, derived from Native American phrases involving the color red in combination with terms for flesh, skin, and man. These phrases were part of a racial vocabulary that Indians often used to designate themselves in opposition to others whom they, like the Europeans, called black, white, and so on. But the language into which those terms for Indians were first translated was French, the tribes among whom the protoforms of redskin first appeared lived in the area of the upper Mississippi River, called Illinois Country. Their extensive, extensive contact with French-speaking colonists before the French pulled out of North America led to these phrases being translated in the 1760s, more or less literally as Peau Rouge, and only then into English as Redskin. It bears mentioning that many such translations were mixed-blood Many such translators were mixed blood Indians. Right. It's not. There didn't really used to be anything offensive about the term, obviously. Um, it's. And that's not even getting into the like completely inoffensive. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The terms like warrior or something, right? Like, we have Mark in the chat who lives in a town with warriors yep. um, that they've had to like get rid of their Indian mascot and all this stuff. It's it's clearly not offensive. Anybody who is or sachem, right? Like it's it's not an offensive word, sachem. It it just isn't. And people who are dressing up as it are to do, you know, as a school mascot are being complimentary of it. Nobody's dressing up as something or representing themselves as something as an insult to that thing. Right. And so there's all been all sorts of apocryphal stories People love about their how mascots. this happened. Um, the practice of presenting bloody red skins and scalps as proof of Indian kill for bounty payments. Yada, yada. People have tried to surface this stuff as something. You'll, you'll like this, Alice. Mm -hmm. They're trying to, they've tried to, you know, um, reinvent the reasons for red skins. You'll like this, Alice. Uh, in 2009, the Washington Post, well, I'll do it. 2005, Guy Gugliotta wrote about Goddard's paper in the Washington Post, calling Goddard's research that we just read mm -hmm. exhaustive. Um, but the article presented another claim, which is the bloody scalps, uh, with the headline writer patronizing Goddard's, Goddard's findings by calling them an alternative history. Mm. Alternative history. Four years later, Alice, tell me if this is home for you. Four years later, the Post published a column by Evo Rodriguez. Isn't that your buddy? No. Oh, sorry. Trotting out the bloody scalp thing. Yada, yada, yada. Um, so there's nothing to this. This is just something that they can say, oh, look, this is this is Donald Trump, the, the more race stuff for Donald Trump. Because he said, look at the audience. I can see the black faces. Oh, he, the word red is there and Indian is there and skin is there. So our case is closed. You got to change it. You see, we have all the ingredients for a racist thing. Just close it. Right. Now, instead of doing the actual like hard work of dealing with the fact that Native Americans, especially those who like live on reservations, typically live in abject poverty, have a high murder rate, high disappearance rate for women, like all these things. Instead of dealing with like any of the real problems that plague the Native American community, these activists just make bank flying around the country and telling rich mm -hmm. suburbs that they have to get rid of their mascots. So that's great. Yeah, here's the one. Here's a grifter who came to Winchester, Massachusetts to get rid of these sachems. Uh, this guy this absolute moron. In order to understand how the indigenous feel about the, these mascots you have to understand the history of this country and what happened to us uh, we were colonized and assimilated uh, we make the comparison quite often to the similarities between what hitler did and what the colonists did um the one difference is hitler was stopped and the colonists were not there we go america yep. worse than hitler and people you know upper middle class white women are paying this guy to come and yell at them you're all hitler <laughs> thank you yes we are hitler no worse worse yes. we're definitely worse worse at least hitler was stopped at least he had the good <laughs> at least he had the good judgment to be stopped <laughs> we're not stopping it's terrible terrible it's just ridiculous absolutely ridiculous donald trump at the border today alby with the border patrol guy uh brandon judd he they are the border patrol people really not thrilled with joe biden president thank you 
Thank you. Uh, sir, I, I want you to know, your agents, my agents, they're mad as hell. Absolutely mad. That President Biden went to Brownsville, Texas, rather than going to Arizona, rather than going to San Diego, California, rather than coming to Eagle Pass, Texas, which has been the epicenter. What President Trump has seen right here is he's seen how his policies have worked, but he's also seen how he can expand upon those policies once he takes goes back into the White House. He the body language of Trump, I do miss this, head cocked way up, swiveling back and forth towards the person saying something nice about him, <laughs> nodding a little bit, swiveling around more. I, I kind of do miss that. But that guy, Brandon Judge, has been raising hell about this. They're, they're, they're very salty. I can't can't blame him. Biden's just a total, total jerk. Did you want to get to Bradley Cooper, Albie? I did want to cover Bradley Cooper briefly. I feel this is relevant to us as people who have a new baby in our house. And we've actually, as a couple, experienced multiple new babies over the years. So, you know, I, I do think it's interesting. I We don't have to necessarily grab audio, but basically... Uh, people are mad at him because he essentially said he didn't like his daughter until she was like eight months old. No problem with that at all. At he all. He said, um, here's how he put it. The first eight months, I don't even know if I really love the kid. He recalled feeling it's dope. It's cool. I'm watching this thing morph. That's my experience. Fascinated by it. Loved taking care of it. But would I die if someone came in with a gun? <laughs> so... <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know if you should tell people, like, that you would, if, like, an armed robber came in and they were like, give me everything or I shoot the baby and you, like, shrug, <laughs> you know, I don't I don't know that that should, like, generally be your reaction. It's kind of an odd thing to say, but I don't, I don't blame anybody. It's a weird thing, having kids. And babies are underwhelming, generally. <laughs> no, they're they, awesome. No, they're not. They're, like, the greatest thing Oof. ever. No. My best friend right now is four months old. That says something about you, I think. <laughs> um, but somebody brought up this old tweet in relation to the Bradley Cooper stuff that somebody tweeted back in uh, 2018 that went viral and said, why do we bash deadbeat dads for not being there for their kids, but we never question if the child has bad vibes or if they're just unpleasant to be around? <laughs> I endorse it totally. <laughs> And then he replied, very disappointed with the replies to this thread. Attempted to start an open discussion, but some people just want to be mean. <laughs> Why do people not like their own kids? It's very sad. Yeah, well, you know. How long? I mean, I don't think you hung out with Sally pretty early on. Maybe yeah, some yeah. of the other kids you didn't hang out with as early. No, no, I, I, I like them. But a baby is doesn't do anything. So there's nothing. You're not getting any comedy. It doesn't like fall off things or pull stuff down or crawl or. I don't know. You kind of liked it when she thought it was funny when you like dropped things on your head. Do you remember that? Yeah, but then, but she was. That was an audience for me. That's good. <laughs> so they have to be get old enough to like appreciate your humor. Yeah, yeah. Start realizing, if you know. Come on. Uh, what's up with you? What's up with me? I forgot if I talked about this on the show last time or not because all the I've been so tired that these shows are like a blur to me. But last week, did I talk about my book club book at all? No. Um, I joined a book Jane club. Eyre? No. 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 Um, a real life book club. Not the imaginary book club I'm in with Faith Moore and my Faith Moore friend. Well, right. not imaginary, digital. 
but an in the flesh book club that Mm -hmm. I joined. So I like read the book for that. Um, It's a book by a woman called Lisa Jewell and it's called uh, None of This is True. And it's, I mean, it's sort of typical chick kind of like thrillery. It's kind of trying to be like a Gone Girl thing. Remember the Gone Girl movie we watched with Ben Affleck in it? That one. So I read that book before I saw the movie. It's, It's trying to kind of be that where it's like this mysterious thriller with unreliable narrators, as you might guess by the title. And none of this is true. It's like an okay written book, I thought, but I was kind of thrown and brought out of the reality of it by the fact that the premise of the book is that it's being told like in podcast format. Like this Mm, woman starts interviewing the woman as a podcast about her life. Like she says she's going to leave her husband. So she starts to do this podcast with this woman who's a quote podcaster as though there's like, you know, and it the un the lack of realism surrounding the podcasting remember we watched that movie a few years ago with like Ashton Kutcher in it where the guy is the podcaster yes oh it was terrible right because they got this awesome deal to do it in like in the midwest in a yeah, small town where it was yes. like supposed to be his oh my god like a yeah, girl that's what that it's he been dated like for us but anyway, yes. and like they had all the like NPR like producers working on the show yeah. and stuff and yeah. like it's like totally not what any kind of podcasting is yeah. like at all because it's such a whatever anyway. But it took me out of it because it was so unrealistic. Like part of the premise of the whole thing at the beginning is she finds this woman who's a podcaster because she runs into her and she's like, oh, my God, I knew I recognized her, you from somewhere. You're that podcaster. And it's like that's like not nobody recognizes podcasters. That's like made up. Well, although you've been recognized as a famous podcaster it's true yes let's keep that going Um, please yes so but you know and then she has like her podcast studio and like all these producers and they like work they like edit the episodes right it's so insane and like so ridiculous that i mean although i assume this is a very successful like best-selling book i assume that like people do think podcasting is like that like Well, we've had people even over our house that I like wouldn't think would be blown away who've acted like starstruck about the Burn Barrel Studio. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. But the, guess- in a way that I like, I'm like, really? Like, it's not. We just go in here and talk to each other mostly. Like, it's really that is. It is interesting to try to get to get your arm. Your so mind so I mean it. because the book is so successful, it must be like that. People think that's like what podcasting is like. But everybody has one. No, I know. I'm like, like you used to say, and it's still true. Like even that, like you're almost embarrassed to say, like yeah. I have a podcast because like everybody has a podcast. Yeah, it's just because it's such a cliche thing to say. I wish my son said so- something. Uh, we love doing the podcast, but it's just no, we to just, say that you have. We one. like it. Yeah, we like don't uh, want to tell people. Not embarrassing for somebody to recognize me from it, though. That is good. That's we very like that. cool. Go out and of your awesome. way if you don't mind. <laughs> um. My son was saying that my son James was saying something that he the same way that we're embarrassed to say it that he's embarrassed by something that he has to do too um maybe it's something that he has to eat or something damn I get wish I could remember what did he say um it's something that where he has to do something that everybody else is doing like so he's eating something or getting something that's in fat it's in vogue yeah so so like he doesn't feel good about it. Um, so guess what's up with me? 
What's up with you? Ooh, sexy house. Um, since I've been horrifying my my daughter and our neighbor's daughter by usually at two o'clock walking down the street to do my huge or to do my walk, either it's usually either a three mile or seven mile walk, depending. Um, they're walking up from school. I'm walking down, and I can imagine that my neighbor already, I, who's just but fourteen or whatever she is. That I can I can feel the energy of her going. Oh God, this, my 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 dad and mom's friend freak is coming down here, and I have to like. <laughs> and then, so um, and with Sally, it's the same. I usually try to dart across the street before my own daughter has to behold me because I, I look odd too. I got huge <laughs> headphones. I'm a big guy. It's just it's nobody. I always people are always like, oh, I saw Tom walking oh. constantly. People tell me they've seen you walking. Oh. Yeah, and so like he walks so much. Yeah, doesn't seem to be losing weight. <laughs> um, so, but so now I've decided to reverse, go counterclockwise now, and start my loop going different direction. And so you're doing the same loops, but now from a different direction. And it's remarkable how much new stuff you see from changing direction directions. It's remarkable. Really? I'm seeing new dogs. So are you like on the opposite side of the street generally or not? No, pretty much the same side of the street, depending, depending. But no, and it's remarkable. People's backyards and the way they decorate and their animals. Just because you're coming at it from a new direction. New direction, yeah. If that's not a metaphor, I don't know what it is. I don't know, but it's, it's been great. It's been great. And there are new challenges. Like usually I was walking down some of these hills. Now I'm walking up some of these hills. And so it's, it's very interesting. I did see a little... Once again, today, as usual, all the dogs wanted to murder me. <coughs> but I did see this little dog. Like, what does Jane have? What's her little dog? She has a Shorky. <coughs> this little dog who almost spoke English and wanted to fight me. And he was a Shorky. <laughs> but he, or I enjoyed. Or a Yorkie. That's probably more common. He, I enjoyed. But he, I. Or from, maybe she has a Yorkie. Maybe it's like a party Yorkie. But from the old approach, I would tummy. never have seen him because I'm coming from a different approach. This way, he sees me coming straight at him, and he wants to fight. But he's not a bad. He's not a bad guy. There's an electric fence too. But I could take him. Pretty. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Uh, Alice, what is the hot sauce? That's the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. They bring us the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Wine, where if you go to burnbarrelpodcast.com, you can press the red button and you can leave a uh, chat chat message for the show. Oh, so by the way, what was the last dad joke I made? <clears throat> uh, I don't remember. Uh, was this when you were like just rifling through them downstairs? Different oh, yeah. dad jokes, and our daughter guessed them all. She knew most of them. That was that was not not good, not good. Hi, babies! It's hey. Les calling into the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline oh, on Bird Barrel Podcast. Um, I keep thinking about this Willy Wonka experience that you discussed yesterday, and some other podcasts have discussed it, and it's really hitting me wrong, and I think it's because it's giving off an air of fire fest. Yeah, Remember totally. that FYR oh, yes. fest? Yes. Or that big They've already found some of the people and interviewed them. I guarantee you this is going to be a documentary. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, by the way, how what perfection was that fire fest, um, that uh, con documentary? I know there were two, oh, yeah. but man, that was great. Young con man from New York. The big grifter mm -hmm. um, successfully promoted and got millions of dollars in investment for that 
concert and he got big talent involved. I think Ja Rule, I think, yes. was mm-hmm. a partner and one of the main draws. He got the model influencers involved, Ooh. the Jenner mm-hmm. girls and all of their friends. And it was just built on a feather. It was hype built on nothing practical. Yeah. And it turned out to be an abject disaster. And that's what was the feeling I was having, Alice, and what I was remembering when you were describing that AI generated promo and yeah like at least that dude who went to jail i think he's out of jail now he first of all he went to jail for prison billy Um, something yeah he's mm -hmm. probably gonna go back to jail but also he had to work really hard to make that much of a fake scam of a show now people can do it at the stroke of a keyboard and that just makes me more and more sad for humanity uh, the other thing I was thinking about this, Tom, yeah. you and I are of the same age cohort. I'm mm-hmm. not sure how old your parents were, God rest their souls, but my parents are, my late father was, in fact, fought in World War II, and my wow. mom was is nearly that same generation. Yeah. I just cannot imagine, as a child, if I put that um, marketing piece in front of my parents and said, hey, this sounds awesome, please, can we go to this, please, please, please? My both of my parents would have said, "Hell no, we're not going to that." And God forbid if I convinced them to take me, and that was what they saw. (laughs) I truly don't know if my late father would have himself destroyed the entire building, or at least (laughs) physically went after whoever was in charge for the scam, or. We would have just gotten in the car after it, and in the car on the way home, my father would have said to his young child, you son of a bitch. (laughs) This is why I'll decide where we go. I really don't know which of those experiences would have happened, but thank God that that was never one of my childhood experiences. Yeah. Love you. Bye-bye. Thank you, Leslie. Yeah, Yeah, we appreciate it. Yeah, I mean... It does seem like people lack some kind of street smarts. We never on this show even talked about the financial advice writer who fell for the scam where she put $50,000 in cash, her entire savings in a shoebox and gave it to somebody that pulled up to her house in an SUV because somebody on the phone told her they were the CIA. Like, we didn't even get to that. Are we believing that happened, by the way? Yes. But, like, are people just more stupid and gullible than they used to be? Like, do people lack... I think... I think part of it is people now are very just sort of open to following authority. Yeah. In a way that, and like they're willing to believe anything is an authority. Mm -hmm. Somebody calls them up on the phone and it's like, we're the CIA, give us your cat. And they're like, oh, oh, okay. Well, I think it's, yeah, I think it's also. And like the Willy Wonka flyer says it's a show. So they're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I think it's also just being a pleaser. Yeah. I can help you. Do this. Do this. Do this. Okay, I did it. Okay, I did it. Okay, I did it. Don't say anything to him. Hand it over. Say thank you. Okay, I did it. Am I good now? Yes, you're good. It's like, it's just the same grift as Robin D'Angelo. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I do think people are going to have to get smarter with this AI stuff, especially because mm. the scammers are going to have this stuff. Like, this isn't the first time somebody will try and pull something like this. And obviously, like scammers that call you up on the phone if they have ai available to them to like generate stuff it's going to be that much easier to fool people gullible people and it's interesting like people say oh it's just old people and like 
oh younger tech savvy people will know but actually young people it statistically are more easily scammed than older people yeah i can see that i saw um tom make a video about his support of gin royal there we go mm-hmm. i think i'm in the camp of with alice about gin royal no i i don't get it uh <clears throat> but the only good thing i can recall gin royal ever doing was fighting with trini that's right that that Ooh. stuff was gold material yes. gold 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 yes there's that video of um Tom simping for Jen Royal. I think she's great. Uh, <laughs> she makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside when I see uh, It's all about the cleavage, Tom. How dare you, mm-hmm. good sir. Let every PR professional in New England know that if for some reason you think it's going to help you out to have Tom Shattuck publicly on your side, all you need to do is... Is have a girl with good cleavage DM him and and he this will is, he is going to public he will be all over that that is that is sexist misogynist of you to say Alice about you about Jen Royal you're attacking Jen Royal I'm not attacking yeah, sure. Jen Royal she's a, a very smart businesswoman if I can listen to your podcast during the day I'm lucky. If I can leave a chat chat message, I'm even luckier. This is from the Lexington <laughs> Yacht Bunny saying, start leaving messages. Some people are busy. Mm-hmm. Yes, we understand you are busy. We hear about it during your podcast. Yep. Children running in, asking for things. Mike's going off so someone can yell to let the dog out. <laughs> we understand that. That's why <laughs> I love it. I love that it's the two of you that it's your daily life, but I also like that you're both conservative. There we go. Secondly, um, the ghost thing, that is hilarious. We are not ghost people, but we heard someone walking up the stairs. It's true, man. <laughs> Dr. Cheswick. And I'm just, yeah. There are spirits in older houses. It's it's a fact. You know, you in the house you're in now, which is hundreds of years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God love you if you haven't already <laughs> seen things or heard missing, you know, or see, or have missing things go missing or, you know, maybe that hole in the roof could have been caused yeah. by the. Maybe. It is interesting, Dr. Cheswick, because just yesterday um, I was walking down, walking out of the bathroom in the bathroom, um, the bathroom, uh, uh, the door was, cl- the door was closed, but the door handle rattled. <laughs> Which is a sign that a child's trying to get in. So I was a second away, and I opened the door and said, uh, "Hi, Cyril, Anson, you guys, you want to come in?" And there was nobody there. So yeah, ghost of the man who put it up there, you know, in the 1700s. Who knows? I get the feeling the energy in this house with all these kids, like ghosts, are like freaking. Let's sit it out <laughs> for a little bit. Hopefully, they'll be dead or gone soon. And Tom, yeah. I always wondered. Why they canned you from the Lowell Sun? But I guess after mm. hearing that one incident you mentioned about being in a meeting and saying something about equal time, or I forget what it was, but just hearing that made me realize how did they not know that you were like you are? I don't get that. That just that's beyond <laughs> me. All right. I was not busy enough to leave this message, Alice. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate so, that. Was that the Lori Trahan thing at the Lowell Sun when I said that, that about the to save the Lowell Spinners? Maybe that's when I said the, like the woke thing. Just just, just go marginalize people, yada yada yada. Do the mm-hmm. DEI thing. Maybe I wasn't technically canned. Technically, the, no. No, you're not allowed to talk right. about it. There though. was there were lawyers involved. 
uh, with me in the um, in the uh, hedge fund as we parted ways. There's no doubt about that. Also, I wanted to mention that yes, sundresses are amazing. Yes, and yes, maybe it harkens back to some point in the past summer that freeing feeling of the warm air on your bare skin but when i worked in boston one of my favorite times of the year was when spring turned into early summer and women just felt like oh thank god we can start wearing sundresses again oh yes because Mm -hmm. as a as a moron who works for a woke company i had to wear a button-down collar no short sleeves you know khaki pants that's how it was but man a sundress that's just magical yeah it is and, and just walking through like post office square and having all the the women out like lying on the grass and stuff oh man that is winning let me tell you a story this is this is this is going to be an immature uh, the, a lot of people may not like but it's just what happened i was 16 okay. years old I used to work at White Hen Pantry in Winchester, and they the owner also owned one in Arlington. So I would take some shifts over in the White Hen in Arlington as well. When you walk into the White Hen Pantry in Arlington, this is how it was. You'd walk in, and you'd be just nailed by this overhead AC that would just nail you as you're just walking mm-hmm. walking in. On hot days, of course, that thing would be roaring, roaring. And once again, 16 years old. I did not at this point know woman. Okay. Mm-hmm. There was a um, across the street from the White Hen. There was a huge high school or in maybe early college pool party. The pool party attendees would come over. Mm-hmm. These women. In bikinis, or at least a top part, maybe a wrap at the bottom, whatever. Okay. And be struck by this air conditioner. Yeah. As they walked in. Mm-hmm. I don't feel safe in going any further with this, but I feel safe in you going further with this. What do you think the spectacle was? <laughs> you, uh, are you trying to say that... Um that the air conditioner blew their towels in a, like Marilyn Monroe way. Is that, are you really saying this? What? No, it wasn't under them, Alice. No, I don't know. I don't understand. Okay. Let me, uh, okay. I'll, I'll put it. Different. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a guy. Like Maybe I said, Alice, tell me. like I said, okay. The air conditioner. Okay. So outside it's 110. Okay. Inside it's 52. Immediately because of that air conditioner. Okay. Are you saying that there of our bodies changed physically due to the te- change in temperature? I would say so, Alice. Okay. These are people directly out of the pool. 16-year-old, did not know a woman. Mm-hmm. It was a, a memorable promenade, I can tell you. Okay. Sounds memorable. I don't, you know what? This is just the guys out there. I apologize, guys. That, that, I'm sorry. I don't yeah. understand this. It was a highly important snapshot in my life. 
Just recaptured my audio. It came out there for a second. I'm okay, sorry. let's go back. To um, Phil in the chat has. Phil, um, a, work with me, Phil. A, I don't. Mark says he understands. Thank you, Phil Mark. Phil isn't there yet. God, I just wanted to read. Uh, Phil was reacting earlier. You talking about dad jokes? He has one. Um, a giraffe walks into a bar, and he says, "Can you guess?" No, I don't know. He says, hi, fellas. The highballs are on me. <laughs> that's good. I can't use it with my daughter, but that's good. That's good. <laughs> Burn Barrel Crew, are you ready? This is Tim Gunn. What's going on? Hi, Tim. It's been a while. It has. I can't believe you called me by name. All right. Hope you're doing well. You too, Peter. We used to love Tim Gunn. Tim, thanks for Make calling me. Make it work. Designers. Who was the little... Wafy guy who was dressed as like a little pilgrim, Mondo or something. There was Mondo. Yeah. Was it really Mondo? There was Mondo, and he like designed these pants that had this special pattern on them to represent how he was HIV positive. Okay, we're moving along here. <laughs> yeah, this is in. Oh, okay, sorry, I think you have the stomach bug too now. Okay, we've gotten over the bronchitis, so now we have a stomach bug. Just FYI. All right, that's our uh, that's our uh, that's our out cue right there. Brother will come right with you guys. Thank you so much. We will see you um, Sunday. Of course, thank you so much for listening, for leaving chat chat messages. We appreciate it so much. We appreciate all of you. Um, if you want to join to talk to us live in the live stream and get some extra content, you can do that at patreon.com slash Of course, if you enjoy listening to things for free, which I can totally understand, you can do that at uh, burnbarrelpodcast.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.